Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Bangalore, India with my new friend Rahul Rajguru of Turuhi.com. Bangalore is known as the Silicon Valley of India, and Rahul is a software professional, so it was a perfect fit for him to pursue his dreams. He loves the wonderful weather and the natural beauty of the area. In this episode, Rahul and I talk about exploring Nandi Hills, the colorful flowers of the Bob Botanical Gardens, and the city's theme pubs. You're about these three amazing experiences, plus so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Bangalore. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Indulge in the timeless production of O by Cirque du Soleil, an aquatic tapestry of artistry, surrealism, and theatrical romance performed in, on, and above the water. Intermission is over, now performing only at Bellagio Las Vegas. Buy tickets now at CirqueDuSoleil.com forward slash O or learn how to enter to win one of three pairs of tickets by visiting today's show notes. Hey Rahul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Today we're talking about the city of Bangalore in India. And honestly, I've heard the name before, but I didn't know very much about the city at all. So it's a pleasure to be able to meet you and be able to learn about a city that uh, I think a lot of us would be very interested in visiting at some point in the future. Yeah, of course. It's a beautiful city, you know, and one of the best cities in in India. So what's your connection to the city? See, Bangalore is a Silicon Valley of Asia. I have lived in both the Silicon Valleys in America and and in India. So, you know, Silicon Valley is known for innovation, entrepreneurship, startups, technology and everything. So I, being a software professional and also an entrepreneur, you know, Bangalore fits perfectly for my dreams and what I want to achieve. That's something I was thinking, uh, you know, during my initial career, and that uh, made me move to Bangalore as early as 2005. So that's that's what something that brings me to the city. Oh, that's fantastic. So you've been there for almost two decades, and you've, I'm sure you've seen the city transform quite a bit over the last, uh, last 15 years. Absolutely. When I came here, uh, you know, Bangalore was not known for, for its traffic, unfortunately, which it is now. So you can see, you know, how the city has transformed, I think, in last 16 or 17 years, I have seen uh, the population almost, uh, you know, multiplied two and a half times. So that's how the city has grown. Oh, wow. That's pretty significant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you had to describe the people or the city in just one or two words, how would you do that? Bangalore is very, very energetic and very lively because a large portion of uh, Bangalore crowd is, is young population. You know, people who are in their 20s and 30s and that bring a lot of energy to the city. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like you said, especially if you're, it's such a technology uh, city, then, you know, it's, it's those <laughs> young 20 and 30 year olds that are, are able to spend all night working. Uh, whereas like people like me, I'm 45, 46 years old. I get tired, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ready to stay up all night <laughs> uh, coding and everything else like that. Like these young guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not young either, but yeah, I, I enjoy being here and I enjoy being in the company of youngsters. Well, right on. So if people are planning their trip to Bangalore, what time of year should they plan on visiting? Is it like, what's the weather like throughout the year? And are are there certain festivals that maybe somebody wants to plan their trip around? See, Bangalore is a, you know, is an all-time destination. You know, there is no specific time. Usually, uh, you know, the Bangalore's weather is very, very pleasant because we are about a thousand meters uh, above sea level. So that gives Bangalore 
you know, an, an added advantage in terms of weather. Our temperature remains between, you know, when I talk about Fahrenheit, it remains between 60 to, say, 80, 85 throughout the year, which is a very pleasant weather. It's never cold over here, and it's never too hot either. The only thing peculiar about Bangalore weather is the rain. It rains almost six to eight months a year. But that rain is not very harmful. You know, usually it rains overnight and it doesn't disrupt your workflow. But that rain brings a lot of greenery, a lot of uh, tranquility to the to the weather. Bangalore has a lot of trees, uh, you know, a lot of gardens and also it everything blossoms, you know, when 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 rain comes. And Bangalore, Bangalore becomes very, very beautiful. So People, uh, you know, who don't like rain and all, they don't need to worry about it because, uh, as I said, you know, most of the time it rains uh, almost the entire night and you are back to normal during the daytime. So and the weather weather is very pleasant throughout the year. So, there, you know, there is nothing like, you know, you should not come during this time or that time. It's all around the year. You can come anytime and, and you can enjoy. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, other than, like you said, the, the rain. The temperature pattern sounds a lot like San Diego in California, where it's it's nice pretty much year round. Yeah, exactly. I've been to San Diego just once, but I know yeah, weather is is pretty much good over there except the rain. But you know, uh, if you ask any Bangalorean like me, you know, uh, we love rain here. Uh, the rain is not like Seattle, uh, where you know you feel a little depressed and all. But rain brings a lot of energy. People here cheer like anything when it rains, right? The the peculiarity about Bangalore is that, you know, when temperature rises, you know, it touches, uh, you know, in the in the 85, 80s or 85 and all, uh, you know, we know it's going to rain. And, and it does rain. It does rain in a couple of days and brings the temperature down. So, you know, that's a trademark Bangalore. We call it a trademark Bangalore weather. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the benefits of the rain is like it doesn't get too hot. And that's I've realized that in the moving here to Nashville is that it rains a lot here as well. And whenever it starts getting too hot, we welcome that rain. That way we can get in, in the more like the reasonable temperatures. So when people are, are planning their trip, it, it, since the weather's great pretty much year round, uh, are there certain festivals or concerts that, that happen throughout the year that maybe people want to plan the trip around? Yeah, see, Bangalore, uh, you know, being a, being a technology hub and being, a, you know, the startup hub uh, has a cosmopolitan uh, population. You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty much cosmopolitan city. So what happens is that people from around the country, India is a very, very big country, you know, right? Uh, you know, we have so much of diversity in terms of, uh, you know, religion, in terms of uh, food habits, in terms of uh, people's lifestyle and everything. And you will find People from every nook and corner of the country settled in Bangalore for for de- decades, you know, and and people still keep coming. So we celebrate here almost all the festivals in India. You name Diwali, Christmas, uh, Eid, or there are many local festivals, you know, which are celebrated only in South India. You know, Bangalore has two major festivals. One is Ugadi, which uh, they call it the New Year. And then there is a festival like Karga, you know, Ugadi is usually around April and Karga is probably around August or something. And then we have other South Indian major festivals like uh, Pongal and Onam and all these are all neighboring states. So people, as I said, you know, people have come from all over the places in India. So we celebrate festivals all the time. We celebrate festivals like Ganesha, everything. So 
even if you are in Bangalore for a very short period, you know, you are likely to witness some sort of festival over here. And, and Indian festivals are very, very nice, very colorful, brings a lot of energy, very lively. People enjoy like anything. So so whosoever comes to Bangalore, even for a shortest of duration, you know, they're very likely to witness some, some sort of festival. In terms of concerts, yeah, Bangalore is a concert city in, in India and off late. The concerts have grown like anything. Uh, you know, we have had uh, concerts from Brian Adams. Uh, we had concerts from Metallic, uh, Metallica and those kind of uh, celebrities. Bangalore has everything for everybody, right? You know, you look for anything and there is hardly anything that you won't find in Bangalore. So, as I said, all year around, you can come over here. Uh, you can indulge yourself in the culture, in festival, you know, local food and also on the concerts. You won't miss out anything in Whichever part of the world you are, you will find everything for you in the city. And that's what uh, that's what the city is all about. Well, that sounds fantastic. I, I love it where you get like that mix of, like you said, some of like the more popular names maybe from the U.S. and other bands from around the world, but also a lot of the local customs and a lot of local flavors and the traditions and everything like that. So it's a, it's a, it sounds like a great mix. So if people are planning to, to come to Bangalore, they fly in uh, directly into Bangalore, say if I'm coming from the U.S., or do I have to make a stop someplace along the way? Uh, well, it depends. But if you say Bangalore is a is one of the five busiest airports in, in the country, Bangalore Air, International Airport, there's only one airport in Bangalore, and that receives almost all the international from everywhere around 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 the world. The frequency may be, may be a bit less than Mumbai and New Delhi, but yeah, almost every airline comes to Bangalore and uh, uh, every airline from here. Uh, it is very well connected with other, pa- other parts of India as well. So in case you, yeah, but the tickets are a little expensive if you want to fly into Bangalore. Sometimes uh, you get a cheaper ticket if you fly into, you know, Mumbai or Chennai or uh, New Delhi. And Bangalore is very well connected. So connectivity wise, you know, there is no issue coming coming down to Bangalore, whichever part of the world you are coming from. Okay, that sounds perfect. And then, so once we get to Bangalore to the airport, uh, from there to the to the city, do we take public transportation? Do we rent a car? Like, what's the best way to get around? So, Bangalore Airport is a little bit in the outskirts of Bangalore. It's not pretty much in the in 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 the city. So, uh, you know, it depends upon where you want to go. So, it is you you have to travel between thirty to sixty kilometers. So, if I translate it into miles, maybe you know between uh, between twenty to forty miles, you you have to travel and. Traveling in Bangalore, 40, 20 to 40 miles is is not like traveling to in the U.S. for 20 to 40 miles. It's it's, it's much longer than that. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, there are no rental cars at, at Bangalore Airport, but there are plenty of uh, public transport op- uh, options. You can hire Uber. There are Volvo buses running, you know, beautiful buses running, uh, and it connects almost the entire city. And these buses run frequently, very, very com- comfortable. You can take the, those buses as well, or you can hire a private taxi. So the, the, uh, getting out of the Bangalore airport and reaching your destination is never a problem any time of the day you land in. So even though it's far away, a little bit far away, it's very well connected. And there are plenty of options depending on your budget. Okay, that sounds really good. Now, you mentioned if you, if I'm going to talk to an, a taxi driver or Uber driver or whatever, one of the things that kind of stops a lot of Americans, I believe, from traveling is like the fear of of not being able to speak the language or not being able to understand what people are saying and things like that. Is English well-spoken there, or do people need to learn some of the local language? For the foreign travelers who are visiting Bangalore, the most they admire about Bangalore is that almost everybody speaks English here. Because as I said, you know, this is 
this is a city of people coming from all over the country not all over the country you will find many many expats over here you know i i'm not sure but once i read somewhere that at any given time bangalore has expats living from about 25 countries at any given time so it's a city where you which which attracts people from all over the world so when when that happens what happens is that your de facto your language becomes english and this being a technology capital uh, you know majority of the people who are working in technology company they they deal with customers in in the us or in europe and these countries so they are used to speaking in english with with them and that what has become as a, that has translated into a de facto language in bangalore most of the time even i being over here and i i am able to speak uh, multiple lang- indian languages still i communicate a lot in english with people who are indians in 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 bangalore uh, a person who's selling something on the street and all the way up to a top executive almost everybody speaks english and definitely the people who operate public transport i think there there should not be a problem for anybody you know to uh, to communicate with them so english is a de facto language and people who are coming over here who cannot speak any of the indian languages they don't need to worry about that okay that sounds really good now you mentioned the also as far as running a car most likely we we shouldn't do it you got to like you said if you have a great public transportation there's probably no reason to to rent a car right uh it depends well it depends on on that see if you compare renting a car the way you do it in the in the states or in europe or in in other countries it's not the same way in bangalore renting a car is not a very very common thing uh, over here the international companies like hertz and avis and all those things yeah they do have a presence in bangalore but they are super expensive you know their rates are probably three times than what you pay in in the us so usually people would not and and usually people who are corporate customers usually they have an agreement with them so they go with that but for tourists there are a few startups here in bangalore you know you can you can rent them with them like these startups are similar to zipcar you have in the in the us these are like uh, you know miles and drivez and these kind of startups but their rental is very expensive it's it's not cheap on top of that the services are not very professional i don't i don't say that services are bad but they are not very professional the international tourists who are used to be getting the services from uh, from the rental car companies it's not it's not that standard so until and unless you are planning to go in the outskirts of the city where where the real beauty lies uh, you don't need a rental car basically to move around around city if you look at bangalore even though it is one of the major cities of india it's not a very big city it's not as big as mumbai or new delhi or chennai you know it's compared to those cities it's a small city the only issue is traffic and that makes your commutation pretty long but apart from that uh, the distance wise the city is not that big so you can hire uber and there are a lot of you know bike uh, you know two wheeler ride sharing uh, we call here bike there are motorbikes you, you can you can do that as well uh, you have a lot of options to uh, you know you, we have a metro you know which connects right now almost half of the city and probably in a couple of years it will connect a very large part of the city as well so we have a metro train and we have those three wheeler taxis we call it rickshaw or we call it auto right yeah you have plenty of options to you know move around and as i said communication is never a problem so you won't face that problem so you really won't need a rental car there are a few things you know you need to keep in mind especially if you are an international tourist to bangalore is that we drive on left side of the road we don't drive on the right right side of the road so that is that is the challenge number one second challenge you will face is traffic this is not a disciplined traffic we are talking about traffic where <laughs> people will jump from 
from any 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 corner right so we bangladeshians are used to it you know but the people who who come from from these countries you know they they will faint uh, so and the third <laughs> thing is parking you know the parking is is a big hassle so keeping these three things you know i i would recommend i i i am i'm not averse of people hiring a rental car but you really don't need you know in my opinion that makes sense, a lot of sense. So you mentioned like the driving on the left side, and I think that has a lot to do with like the British influence on on India, and and I think in Bangalore there's still a lot of uh, as you as you walk around or drive around, there's still a lot of the English influence you can see throughout the city, right? Of course. So let's let's talk about that. You know, so we call this old Bangalore. You know, in in American terminology, you call it downtown. If you move around downtown in Bangalore. You know, you feel like you are in a different world, right? So we still have those heritage buildings, which are hundreds of years old. We still have preserved their architecture, their styles, their, their planning and everything. On top of that, the downtown has so many trees. You, you won't find many cities in the world which have so many trees. And these trees are, you know, 50, 70, 80, 100 years old trees, big, big trees. And the downtown is very beautiful. A lot of uh, colonial influence, you know, a lot of heritage. You feel like, you know, you want to walk, you want to walk, you want to explore, and you want to see. And and if you see the names of the streets, we still have retained those names, like St. Mark's Road, Cunningham Road, Cabin Park. These are some of some of the names, like Church Street. You know, you can see these colonial influence, uh, you know, still there in those things. And we take very, very much pride, you know, in those things, you know, that even I don't stay in downtown, but that's my favorite place to go at least once in a week. I'm a biker, you know, so I, I, I ride cycle. Once or twice a week, I just go out early morning. And my favorite place to go out is in uh, is in the downtown. Uh, when, you know, the uh, when Bangalore is very silent, there's no traffic. And, and you enjoy those peacefulness, those tranquility, those chirping of birds. And you feel like, you know, is this really a downtown? So, so that, that, that's the colonial influence in, in Bangalore downtown. Well, that's amazing. Uh, you mentioned like the, the trees and then I, you mentioned earlier about like the monsoons and everything like that. I think that's one of the reasons why uh, it's often called uh, Garden City, right? Exactly. And so I think there's also a number of gardens that maybe people want to visit when they come there to, to Bangalore. Yeah, you would be surprised. You know, even, even I was surprised when I came to Bangalore and I settled down is that there are gardens, there are parks. It's size of a small town and which are in the heart of the city. You know, you can't believe in inside the downtown, you see parks. Probably if you want to walk from one end to another, you would take about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. That long, that big parks, you know, parks spread across hundreds of acres right in the middle of the city. And these parks are extremely well maintained. You go at any time uh, around there, they are very well maintained. They are beautiful. Not only that, whichever part of Bangalore you go, if you go to the new Bangalore, which is, you know, which is developed probably in last 20, 25 years, you will see probably every one mile, one and a half miles, you you will find one park, so even, if, even if it is a very small park. Uh, so people love this thing, you know, they in the evening or in the morning, you will find a lot of people inside the park, you know, hanging around or walk, or taking a walk, socializing or anything. So that's that's a culture in Bangalore. Nice. And I know there's a, uh, a botanical garden there, but I, I wrote down the name, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher the name. So would you mind pronouncing like, the name of the uh, botanical garden that's there? Yeah, it is called Lalbagh, uh, Lalbagh Botanical Garden. Lalbagh is pretty big, has probably four different entrances. And the distance between 
the first and the fourth entrance is about four to five kilometers, so which is about three miles. Uh, so you can imagine how big that park is. And again, that's in the heart of the city. So that's where the botanical garden is. There are a lot of uh, flower shows and everything is happening over there. And it's beautiful. Uh, you know, uh, they have a lot to offer to people who are into nature and into those kind of things. Okay, no, that's great. And then I know you from from speaking to you before that there's not only the nature that's inside the city, but also outside the city as well. There's uh, a lot of really great hiking and, and falls and those types of things. And I guess there's also something called like it's 52... 52 weekends around Bangalore. Yeah, there's like 52 weekends around Bangalore that you can explore and like do something different like every weekend. Yeah. See, one you, you asked me in the beginning, right? What brings me to the city? Now, I would say that what keeps me in the city right when when you say a name of bangalore to anybody in uh, who are familiar with bangalore of course in india and outside the first thing comes to their mind off late is traffic right but forget about it you know what what keeps me in bangalore the thing that keeps me in bangalore of, of course it's weather but it's the surroundings it's the outskirts of the city we have a saying in bangalore is that you know we have more than like 52 weekend gate, gateways around bangalore that means you know if you literally go on, go out on every weekend, believe me, you won't repeat a place. Uh, it's more than 52, actually. But that's just a saying, you know, 52 weekend gateways around, around Bangalore. So it's so beautiful around, around the city. You just, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, you drive a lot. I'm talking about you drive probably up to 100 miles, sometimes just 20, 30 miles, and you come across beautiful places, right? This area receives a lot of rainfall, and because of that, there are gushing waterfalls, beautiful waterfalls in the nearby vicinity. There are there are many hills you can go on trekking. There are many beautiful places. You know there are there are places which are lush green. And since it it rains a lot over here, usually these places remain green throughout the year. And then uh, you know then we have Western Ghats, which is one of the UNESCO heritage World Heritage sites, which is beautiful. Western Ghats has everything. It has a rainforest. It has a lot of wildlife. It has uh, Shola grasslands, which is very 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 different you know like chola grasslands are basically those green mountains you will see for you know till your eyes go and these grass they remain there throughout the year so these are the things you know which keep me in bangalore and and believe me i i don't spare an opportunity to go out over the weekend and especially over the long weekends just go out around hang around so there are there are places like popular places like there are you know nandi hills uh, which remains uh, probably almost 70% of the time Whichever, whatever is the weather, it remains inside mist in the in the morning. So you sometimes you can't even see hundred meters. So it's it's so beautiful. Then there are waterfalls like Shiv Samudra and all. There are offbeat places like you know Mandara Giri Hills and and so many places. We have canyons as well. We have, we have beautiful canyons near Bangalore. So you name anything, you know, you name the kind of nature you want to enjoy, and you will find everything probably in 150 miles radius of Bangalore. On top of that. You know, Bangalore is bordering almost every state of South India. Each state has its own natural beauty. Uh, you would have heard about Kerala, you know, which most of the international tourists are fascinated about. Then Tamil Nadu, and there are there are beautiful places around. So Bangalore, with so these places are probably around you know 300 miles, just 250 to 300 miles from Bangalore. So if you want to go, you know, uh, you want a little bit stretch out and go uh, for, let's say, four or five days, you have plenty of options to, to go around. So we are pretty much located strategically, pretty much in the center. So everything is surrounding 
surrounding Bangalore. You have we have everything. You know, you you want to see the coffee estates. You want to see those sprawling tea gardens. You will find everything near Bangalore. You don't need to go. Probably, you know, you, whatever you imagine in terms of nature, you will find everything over here. Oh, that sounds amazing. Now. I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Bangalore. I've learned so much and I can't wait to come visit, but now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they come to visit Bangalore, where should they go and what should they eat? Uh, There is a restaurant called MTR, which is almost hundred year old restaurant, family owned and family run restaurant for three generations. I I would say, you know, not many tourists are aware aware about it and they have a great uh, thali. It's a sumptuous meal that we call. We call it thali. So I would suggest, you know, that somebody should go there and have have that meal at MTR. Okay, that, that sounds amazing. Like we talked about, you've lived in Bangalore for uh, for more than 15 years, and I'm sure you've had some amazing stories. What's one of your most memorable? So, you know, Bangalore, commutation is, is a big challenge in, in Bangalore, you know, when it rains, especially. Once, uh, you know, my car was... Uh, for the service and I had to go and pick it up and it was raining heavily. At, at that time, there was no Uber or anything. So we have here autos, right? Those three-wheeler taxis. So usually these, these people, you know, they are a bit awkward to deal with. Uh, at times they are very arrogant and you can't tell them where you want to go. Instead, you have to ask them which side he is going. And if he's going in the direction that you want to go, uh, probably, uh, you know, then he will he will give you a ride. And, and he, he quotes the money. You, uh, you don't negotiate. So, this was a time where, you know, I had to, to literally switch over to four different autos to just reach six miles. So that's that's something very memorable. Being a Bangalorean, being living over here, you know, I was, yeah, you know, it's like it's like I was not sure whether, you know, today I'll be able to reach there. So so that's that's <laughs> that's you know, that's that's how Bangalore is, you know. So if somebody comes over here, don't be surprised. Now you have a lot of options. But these kind of stories, you know, yeah, this little little funny, uh, you, you know, that keeps us grounded. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I'm sure that day you were very frustrated, but now you can look back on it and all you can do is just laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of laughter and happy times, where's the happiest happy hour in Bangalore? You know, probably I feel that uh, men are not very excited about happy hours in Bangalore. So we have ladies special. So that means, you know, there are pubs and there are breweries in Bangalore. There are tons of, there are, there are hundreds, hundreds of pubs and breweries over here. It's a culture over here. So every Wednesday, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's changed, but it used to be every Wednesday, the females who go with at least one man, they drink for free. So that I call it happiest happy hour. No, that, that'd be awesome. I, my, my wife would absolutely love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sitting there uh, over there sulking that I have to pay for my beers and, and she gets all the ones for free. So it's a, it's an overall win for our family when, when one of us gets a drink for free. So, <laughs> uh, is there any pub in, in particular or a brewery that you recommend if, we, if we're there in Bangalore? One of the, the biggest brewery, or I would say it's a brewery chain, is Big Brewski, which is very, very nice. Uh, you know, And Bangalore has a tradition of brewing in-house and now people are moving from you know Bangalore used to be known as pub city people used to hop from pubs uh, you know that you these pubs used to be in the downtown now these breweries you know have you know mostly come up in the IT areas where those you know the tech people are living so they don't need to travel all the way to downtown so these are some of the breweries like Big Brewski is is one of the very famous ones and and really nice one. Nice. And I, when I was doing a little research on them, I found out that I guess every different brewery, they have like a, a theme designed for, for them. Yes, absolutely. Every, every Everything has a theme. 
Uh, and everybody, uh, they take pride in themselves being unique and different. Oh, that's super cool. So, well, one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. What's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Bangalore? I'm not a pepperoni pizza guy, but yes, I do know because I have a lot of friends who are, you know, who like pepperoni pizza. I, I would say there is a tie between pizza bakery and brick oven. These, uh, you know, they, they have one of the best pepperoni pizzas, what I've heard from my friends. Apart from that, uh, you know, Bangalore is very much, it's quite famous for wood-fired pizzas. And most of the breweries nowadays serve wood-fired pizza, and that pizza tastes very different. So I would suggest, you know, that if, if you are a pizza lover, you should try wood-fired pizza. Yeah, I'm I'm all about pizza, so I'll I'll just hit all three of them and we'll <laughs> be happy times. So yeah, now you know obviously like we met through Travel Massive. It's a group for for travel writers from all over the world, and you've been here in the U.S. You've been there in India. I'm sure you traveled all over the, all over the world. So you've amassed a bunch of different travel tips. What's one of your best? So let's keep it to to Bangalore. So Bangalore, if if you are coming to Bangalore, there are two things uh, you know you would not uh, want to miss. Uh, number one is, you know, you want to go out early in the morning. Bangalore is beautiful. And if you are a biker or a cycler, uh, you know, cyclist, then probably, yeah, you know, that's that's where you want to go. And you, you, you would love Bangalore. You, you, would, you would see the real Bangalore. The second thing is, you know, you know, do walk down in, in downtown. Just just go in any direction. You, you, you would love, you know, you, you'd love the energy. You, you, you'd feel that, you know, you are in a very, very different city, even though it's a little chaotic in terms of traffic, but you would love this. So these are the two things. And another thing for party lovers, there is a sad news. Bangalore doesn't have a nightlife, which upsets many many people. All the restaurants close at 10.30 p.m. on the weekdays and by 12 midnight over the weekdays, or oh, sorry, over the weekend. So the party does happen, but there is no late night party. So that that's an unfortunate thing for people who are party lovers and, and you know, late night goers. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, the good thing is I, I, I normally either travel with my kids or, like I said, I'm getting a little older and <laughs> I'm ready to go to sleep. So um, I won't be missing out on that, but a lot of my younger friends would uh, will be a little bummed on that. But uh, they'll enjoy uh, while they're there, that's for sure. Well, Rahul, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips for Bangalore. I've learned so much and I'm super excited about hopefully coming to visit someday. But can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and if, if somebody has questions about Bangalore, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Yeah, so I am an entrepreneur. I run a startup called Turuhi. And my startup is, uh, you know, we are building a traveler's community. What we do is, you know, we host travel stories from the real from, from real travelers. You know, we want uh, those travelers to share their real experiences in form of storytelling. And we may ensure that these stories are unbiased, neutral. Yeah, of course, they, they should be authentic but they remain unbiased and neutral. So when, when you read them, you are rest assured that nobody's selling anything to you. And whatever information you are getting is pretty much genuine and you can you can trust on that. So we are building uh, that kind of a tra- travelers community. We are pretty, uh, you know, we just launched it six months ago and we are pretty much, uh, you know, we are, we are doing fairly well. Uh, so that's what I do being an entrepreneur. In terms of uh, reaching me out, I'd be happy for anybody to come to Bangalore. You know, I'd be happy to help them, uh, navigate them around. And if I have time, I can I can take them around a little bit. I have no problem. So I can be reached. You know, you can they can go to my website, turuhi.com. It's T-U-R-U-H-I, turuhi.com. And they will find all the social media. I'm pretty much accessible through social media. They can reach me out on, on through any social media and I'll, I'll be happy to interact. Well, that sounds amazing. I'll, I'll include links to all that in the show notes. That way it's easier for people to reach out to you. And 
you know, again, Rahul, I, I really appreciate one learning about Bangalore and also two meeting you. And hopefully one of these days I'll, I'll be able to meet you in person. Of course, Lee, and a pleasure meeting you as well uh, virtually. And hopefully we'll meet one day in Bangalore and I'll be happy to take you around. That sounds amazing. And uh, we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you so much. What a fun conversation with Rahul. I love checking out new breweries, and it's awesome that so many have a specific theme in that city. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Bangalore. We want to say thank you to Cirque du Soleil for being today's sponsor. Intermission is over. Oh, by Cirque du Soleil is now performing only at Bellagio, Las Vegas. Buy tickets now at cirquedusoleil.com forward slash O, or learn how to enter one of three pairs of tickets by visiting today's show notes. Join us next time as we visit Tulum, Mexico, to speak with my new friend Luke Heidekevich of Bungie App. In this episode, Luke and I talk about swimming at the Grand Cenote, day tripping at Zelha, and hanging out at the Papaya Playa Beach Club. We hope you'll join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app, that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 